Hey everyone, Chris Centennial, Sports Talk 101. Today I'm at the Country Club of Big Ron Shaw. And the question we're asking today is, should Monty apologize to Ron? So what's your thoughts? Should Monty from the Monty and Farrow Show apologize to Big Ron Shaw? Absolutely. I, I don't believe that uh, Monty should have said what he said. And I definitely believe he should uh, apologize to Ron Shaw for what he had said. Sir, what do you think? Should Monty apologize to Ron Shaw? Monty apologize to Shaw? Hell yeah! And he's the champion! Hall of Famer, of course! Sir, do you have an opinion? Should yeah, he apologize? Most, most definitely. When you have a Hall of Famer and you want to insult him, that's a bunch of bullcrap. He should be an apologizing to him. Thank you. Sir, do you have an opinion on Ron Shaw? Should he Monty apologize to him? Yeah, I don't even like Ron Shaw. Hey, hey! Monty, the people have spoken. Step up to the plate and deliver me the apology that I so rightfully deserve. I told you, you're a punk. And I'm going to tell you, our pants are going to cross again. Monty, in six short days, I'll be on the Dan and Benny in the ring show to announce some huge news that's going to shock a lot of people, maybe including you. So what you need to do is get to your doctor and get the wax cleaned out of your ears and then get the wax cleaned out between your ears because you're going to want to hear and understand exactly what I got to say. And Pharaoh, I suggest you talk some sense into your pal to make sure I get the apology that I deserve. I'm Rosa Mendez and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast, Monty Farrow. I have the best time ever! Hey listen daddy, you're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrow daddy in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. Jimmy, I got to tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly. Well, what, what else would we do? We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man, we need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and, and join the team as a Monty and a Faro member? Nudity is out of the question. Any other ideas? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know. But what I, I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they can tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. But that's, you know what? That's why you're, you're the star of the show, because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day and he goes, man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, there you go, Farrell. You got to be a member because this is what the members get. They get free content nice. that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in, right? Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage, or, right, our own page, yeah. and shoot us an email and say, hey, man, I want a picture of... Tommy Rich, I want a picture or whatever. And boy, that's on its way. We give them their choice. That's right. We rock. We do rock. And you need to rock too. Join.
Hotel. <laughs> I can't. The show is out on. of control. You are on. Well, <laughs> hi everybody. Welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty Nefaro, only seen here out of Jared, this thing, We gotta do something with the camera here. I used to wave my right hand; you could see my finger. Now you can't. It's Why over here. Why don't you move your chair over a little what bit? What if I do the left hand? What if you move your chair over a no, little I'm bit? I'm always sitting where I always was. You, it, I'm right as there. consistent as Lou Gehrig. The right hand disappears. By the way, everybody, I just hey, want you to know that I've officially, uh, in a private conversation with Farrow, I have found that he really is not my friend because <laughs> he a... is not willing to even help me in the littlest. And that's all I must say about this particular conversation. Wow, what a blanket condemning of me. Well, nonsense. You, know. you want my leftover cereal and you can't have it. That's it. And leave it at and that. And then you bring something. And then you go back into the future. No. Back, back into the future. I did the go past, back into the past. And then you start calling like something utterly ridiculous out Cause, cause on reasons why you won't share with me. Right. Because I didn't share with you. Right. A million years ago. You see? It counts when they say then, now, forever. forever. <laughs> there you go. Wow, very witty, very witty, <laughs> well, unbelievable. <laughs> well, we got our guest uh, in a minute. We'll talk to him, uh, actor, producer, in a New York entrepreneur. Minute. In a New York minute, we will. Will we you in a New York minute? Michael Sequella. Am I saying that right? You said that lovely. Unbelievable. Fluid. First, let's address the intro. Yeah. Ron Shaw. Yeah. Former WWE wrestler. Yeah. Need I say superstar? Mm-hmm. Is that fair, right? You could call him a superstar. Mm -hmm. He just won't stop. No, he won't. Day after day, week after week. He blah, won't. blah, blah, blah. Uh, now, stop. I put it on our show because he's somewhat entertaining. Yeah. Um, I like Ron Shaw. He's entertaining. Uh, you like Ron Shaw. You're the one that wanted him on the I show a year think ago. Ron is starting to. When he made an to, asshole out of himself. I think Ron is. Yeah, I remember that. I think Ron is starting to. Uh, Get with, a little, with get, it on you? Get a little pushy with me. You like, I better get you ready to apologize. Right. Hey, last I checked, Big Ron, this is Big Mike, and it's it's his deal. It's not my call. And then, Ron, on the other hand, I, I don't Farrow know won't even share with I'm me I'm not anything. giving him his leftover why, cereal. Why, why, why would I? Farrow even tell me anything? Because yeah. he doesn't care enough about me to tell me yeah. that I better listen to you. Because yeah. he doesn't care. I, I, imagine what I think of you, Ron. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. You really do hate Ron Shaw, don't you? <laughs> I, your word's not mine. I just think he's being Well, you did say that he had a nose of a bird. Yeah, there's a nest in there somewhere. There's a nest in there. Yeah, there's a nest in there. He said if he could grow hair on his head, it, he would need. He would be a chia pet. Right now, I can't tell the difference between his ass and his scalp, yes. <laughs> what? That's big. Why are you getting big, me in hot water with Ron that's Shaw? That's big Ron Shaw It's you're you he about. wants the apology. Now he's going to want one from me. At the board is uh, the super millennial... Jared, a.k.a. Super Spidey Millennial. <laughs> I haven't gotten that one before. You are, you are quite the Spidey millennial. Spidey said word before when he was getting off the That's phone a millennial with friends. Is that Spidey? I, Does no it, one say word? I think people I say word. I thought word was like an Listen, old thing already. You know what? I'm gonna, uh, you I did, think it's cool. I think it's no, fine, Spidey. On. I was just shocked. I was embarrassed. Captain Millennial I was embarrassed. You like... were on the phone. I'll call it. You were communicating with our guest, Michael. Yes. And he correct. used the word word. Which yeah. made me embarrassed because the last time I was embarrassed by someone using words was Pharaoh when he used the word mint. <laughs> right? Because when you use the word mint, it's like, hello, 1983. This show is mint! <laughs> 
<laughs> it's 1983, everybody. Wait, wait, wait. This show is mint. Word. This show's show, fire. This show this is show's mint. lit. This show's word, mint, fire, and lit. And Barney think? says share. It's pretty Back s- in 1983, Monty, you didn't share. Yeah, you should And now I will not share I got heather doorknobs. Oh, fuck. You gave me heather doorknobs. I can't. And you skied down Pleasant Valley Sunday. Listen. What? What? <laughs> then you came looking for my leftover Triscuits. I don't think so. But I was nice. I, I let you. Don't you remember that? Yeah, bananas. Where's your breadcrumbs? Well, for you me. gave me bananas. You gave, gave me bananas. Yeah, you know, well, nobody told you to go after that fruit. I mean, <laughs> ugh, some of that. And no one not... even knows what we're talking about <laughs> at this point. Of course not. It's... But it's funny. <laughs> we talk in tongue. Yeah, we do. Oh, wow. Now we're Umpire who eject- ejected Yankees, Aaron Boone, still in hospital after freak accident on the field. Yeah. Major League umpire Larry Vanover was still in the hospital <laughs> As of Thursday afternoon, after being hit in the head by a relay throw in Wednesday's game. So he throws out Aaron Boone, and on mm-hmm. Wednesday he gets hit in the head with a baseball. Yeah. The 67-year-old was standing between second base and a pitcher's mound during the incident. It was hit on the left side of the head on top of the fifth inning by a throw from Cleveland infielder Andres Jimenez. So here's the deal, first of all. The guy's 67 years old. Right. At what point should you retire? There's other guys that want to be umpires. Oh, yeah. It's like, give it up already. Like they're, a teacher. They're like, umpires are like mafia. They just won't give it Angel up. Angel Hernandez should have been fired decades ago. Angel Hernandez was the worst umpire for decades, and he's still at his job. Forget about being good at your job. Let's forget all about well, Angel that. Angel Hernandez forgot. Teachers. Yeah. Umpires. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. There's a whole group of other people that right. want to work yeah. in the field. I agree. Can you hang it up? I agree. You're 67. Yeah. Time to go. And, and on top of that, well, Larry? Is that the name of the umpire? <laughs> on top of it, Larry, not only do you need glasses because you suck with that call, you deserve to get hit in the head. You need aspirin for your head. Good for you. Terrible. So, so on our, la- on our last Didn't show. Didn't make bad calls against the Yankees. On our last show, we had a you know, long discussion about Rick Steiner being banned at WrestleCon over his tirade oh against God, this trans one. wrestler Giselle. No, this isn't right. about that. Okay. But one thing, Jared. Right. We had the conversation about transgender. Yeah. What what is the youth of the nation feel about it? Weigh in. Talk to the Monty Nefaro audience. That, Tell them your thoughts. That definitely depends who you ask. I think there's two different youths. In All right, I'm asking the Spidey youth. <laughs> the Spidey youth. I mean, people could do whatever they want. It doesn't bother me. Just don't shove it down my face, like in my face. Don't shove it in your face. Yeah. Literally. That's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Well, so here's the deal. So we're going to talk about shoving your face literally, Jared. Okay. So right. since we're on this theme, <laughs> all right, I thought, why not put Farrow to a test? No! Right? No! He knows none of these people. I'm already going to If I gave no. them the names, he would have no clue who they were. No across the but board. I have taken transgender actors, since we have an actor, producer, entrepreneur as yeah. a guest. Yes. I'm going to throw up their pictures, and Farrow, you tell me, is if you hung out with them at a bar, no. would Farrow make love to them This is no, all This is going to be no across long. the board. Okay? I'm playing it safe. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. First up is Ellen Page. You'll remember her page is being a breakout role in Juno. What's that person's name That's I'm looking Ellen at? Ellen Page. Ellen? Ellen, yes. Ellen. Looks like Eric. Elliot. 
Well, now it's Elliot Page. It's, I apologize. Originally Ellen Page, now oh, Elliot Ellen Page. Ellen became Elliot. Yeah. And you think I'm going to warm up to Elliot at the bar, huh? How about no? Okay, fair enough. That's, I'm, I'm not. I'm only asking the question. Friday, how about you? You warming up to Elliot at the bar? You going to get him a uh, Bud Light? <laughs> no. I didn't think so. How about you, Mike? You warming? Are you even going in the bar? Listen, this is about you, not about me. <laughs> I love it, Captain Deflection over here. Kick save well, the beauty. Up, Laverne Cox. Cox, perhaps best known for the orange is the new black. Laverne but, Cox. Cox, yes. Okay. Cox. Yeah. That's <laughs> the script ain't gonna help you, dude. Uh, well, I'm looking. <laughs> Let me look. I gotta here. look now. Take it, a look. I. I hmm. No. Why? Little kind of th the eyes are too intense. It would frighten me. <laughs> How many shots do you need? <laughs> How many shots How many do shots? I need? I'm Irish, bro. Okay, You're gonna have many, to How give many me beers? about ninety. How many beers? Oh, probably forty-five, fifty. But at that point, 50? Taking, that's not a You're bad taking year. me to the hospital at that point because that's the whole point. I want to black out so I don't remember anything. <laughs> so Ellen Cox is no, out, I'm not approaching. No, the eyes are freaking me out. All I'm right, not approaching. Next so. up, Asia Kate Dillon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Rhea Ripley's aunt? <laughs> no. Well, that's what she looks. Dude, that's, that's what it used to look like. What? This <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why'd you do that? What the hell's wrong with you? No. No, I'm not warming up to it. I'm colding out. Dude, you know what you could have had. No, no. You know what you could have no, had. No, no, no. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Next, 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 next. All right. India Moore. You're getting me in trouble further and further. What is this? India yep. Moore. No, I don't like the hair. It's too pun. <laughs> He's just bailing out of this. The thing. hair is too pun. Yo, Jared, he's bailing I out of this skit. He's using... <laughs> Perm eyes. Spidey, 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 am I killing it? I'm killing it. So I'm okay, not that buying hair it. I'm is not too buying curly. It. I'm not buying it. I'm you, not buying you, it either. You think I'm doing all of them? What are you doing? No, what am I, a I'm slut? Not, maybe not all of them, but you are doing them. Come on, pass it on. Dude, have you heard? You're at two a bar. No, I'm not you doing You have no that. clue. No, no, no. I don't like the... the, the all right. The, no. How about this? D'Amica Dominic oh Jack God. Jackson. No. No? No. Why would I? I don't get it. No. Okay. This no. one I get. MJ Rodriguez. Hmm. Yep. Nice <laughs> muscle. Checked. Nice muscle tone. Um. No. Too 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 brutish. <laughs> too brutish. What? Too brutal. Look at his shoulders. They're more defined than mine. <laughs> no. Wow. The muscles turning you off. Yeah, I'm not into it. Jamie Clayton. Jamie Clayton. Now you're not, now you're not oh. even sure if that. Now, you're not even sure. At now, this point. now I've got, now he's confused. Now I've got an issue. Yeah, now I'm confused because that looks good. With Could one be, beer. may not be. That looks good with don't one know. beer. That's a problem. That that's what I'm saying. Maybe no. Right. I don't know. But what happens when I find out that I've, I'm I'm not at Yankee Stadium? I'm at City Field. What happens? Or the, or the other way then, around? Then you hear Jared Depending outside, on who you root you for. You okay. Jared outside what? your hotel room going. Hot dog, beer hip. Get your hot dog. Get here. your hot dog. Get your hip. fresh steaming relish on your hot dog here. All right. Yeah, I'm confused on that one. Yeah, I'll give you that. That one was rough, but I, I would probably uh, All right, instinctively about... probably know not to go anywhere. All right, how about Hunter Schaefer? Hunter Schaefer. Yep. There's another difficult one. Very deceiving. This is really a. I, a switch hitter? Um, actually, no. This is a 
straight out. Oh, woman. okay. I feel better now. Be, I mean, uh, so the I ones gave, that were giving me an instinct. A, you gave me a softball. You, you got good instincts. I got good instincts. So thank God for that. Now you're sure you're not fucking with me. No, right? I'm, I'm 100% sure on this one. All right. Elliot Fletcher. I'm not interested in that. By the way, Elliot someday would like to play the role of Spider-Man. <laughs> Boy, the web hill shoot. <laughs> no! Next! You can't please tell me you, that's I can't last. play Spider-Man, please. Please tell me that's last. Oh, stop it. I'm going to catch you with my web. Oh, my God. Here comes the green slobbering. <laughs> I can't slobber it. All right, guys. Horrible. A couple of weeks oh, away. I think Spidey said dude. three weeks ago. Hey, we got a marathon going on. We got May fifth, Marty Janetti, nice. where we have Ask Marty Anything. I so, ask you one more time, though. Does Marty know that on May fifth, he will be appearing on Marty? I think he does. Because to me, that's key. I understand <laughs> it is key. Okay. But it's Ask Marty Anything. So there's still room to sign up for people. It's a video call. It's not a phone call. Right. Obviously, you could ask. During the show in the chat, that's not a problem. Both on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere, blah blah blah. Right. But we will have callers that will, you know, Marty will see you, you'll see Marty, and you'll ask a question. You could ask him a whole bunch of stuff, right? right. And then we've got Val Venus and Eugene in house. Uh, Val, who uh, off the subject of transgender, ha transgender has been very vocal about his opinion I'm on transgender. Sure he has. Uh, so, hello, Val almost lady. <laughs> there you go, buddy. You're right. on it, buddy. Well, there we go. And then we've got Manny Fernandez in studio, awesome. um, along with Tommy Rich. So, guys, I was My wondering um, that there might be this opportunity. So, I was thinking about having Tommy Rich with Tony Atlas together that, in a very exclusive I interview. Think that would be people, phenomenal. If people think that's a good idea, oh, please weigh God, in. Oh, my God, I love that idea. Tommy May 13th, we've got Teal Piper. I love that, too. Right? I'm very excited I for Teal Piper. I am very excited about that. I am. May 21st, we've got, and poor Spidey's not here for this one. Oh, Spidey. Jack Victory and NXT star Mila Moore. Oh, Mila Moore. Mila Moore. Oh, my God, Give dude. me more. <laughs> Give me more, more. <laughs> oh, wowzy. If you didn't know it, to the right of the star, to the right of the show, to the right is the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, along with his partner, Hello. Bart Griggs, make up the band mm. Wisteria Hall. Bart Wisteria Man. Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page where you're going to what, Farrow? Like and subscribe. And then while you're doing that, what should you do afterwards? Check out all those perks and become a member of the Monte and the Farrow page. Correct. So once you like and subscribe with Stereo Hall, you got to take it one step further on our page. There you go, brother. You can also download Wisteria Hall's music on Spotify, Apple Music, Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. You can catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, which you're probably watching us on now. Mm -hmm. You could be watching us on the Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page. Mm -hmm. You could be watching us on the Monty Nefaro Twitch TV page. Mm -hmm. And if you're just not into watching us because we're two old men, one being fat and one being <laughs> skinny, skinny. Fat and skinny. Yeah. Uh, you might just want to listen. So you can listen to us on all audio channels, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you can get audio. And if you're lucky enough to live in New York, you can catch this show in a ridiculous 
reduced version along with our special guest on channel 115 every Tuesday at 9.30 and on Saturday at 11.30 a.m. for the early risers. Mm. Uh, not, that's, our, that's our early rising. Right. Channel 20 on Wednesdays at uh, 7 p.m. Very good, very good. Also, we want to thank the Intuitive Network. That's I-N-2-I-T-I-V-E Network, where we're gracious enough to be on this network. They've got great stuff like documentaries, movies. Our guest has stuff on that. He's actually the owner of Intuitive. Sweet. And again, we are, we are honored and privileged to have the opportunity to be on this network. Uh, we'll be right back with who? Michael Sequella in one moment. Sir? Ah. Manscaped? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says Weed Whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped, what are you thinking about Manscaped, dude? You Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. <laughs> what don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows yeah. that oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. That's all. That's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the so pick. manscaped. There's a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right. Hair on a woman. Hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm gonna ask you a question. Uh oh. Just gonna go out there. Oh boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. <laughs> Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this. But if you're going to oh, go do I know a deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather going. have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald mm. then i i start where is that pedophilia line that i'm that i'm i don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that that's very interesting like that. i never thought about wow. that. you're a smart dude Holy shit. so if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly you're cool with that if the landing strip is has like i said well manicured yeah, you yeah. can see both sides it's not like blinking lights on both sides of that i just don't i don't want <laughs> you know i don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. Unwanted areas on that gotcha. as well. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, look but what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, <laughs> I as, found as, it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just absolutely. Retro? You're like whoa. Wow. Yeah, like I'm 46, like it pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, tr I muster through. I muster up the <laughs> courage. This is a trooper. Yeah. This is a trooper. Gotta give him an yeah, uh, not all not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I, 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 <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't. I couldn't Super say. Bush. I couldn't say. Well, <laughs> if you have the same beliefs as Maven, does Manscaped could help you? Absolutely, the weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to like you know go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like seventies adult films. If that's what you're getting, at. yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break and anyway. be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a drop kick second. A uh, drop kick.
thought it was clear in my terms. I need to renegotiate. The few. The proud. I'm not scared to die. Maybe not. But what about sweet Carmen? Wait. I may know someone. See you again. Hey, Chambel. Anthony, you did yourself. You're like a Sicilian Julia Child, model. I have a very important present coming from Cuba. It appears I have something you want in exchange for something that I want. Dad. Don't do it. They know about mom Be careful. That's the third drop. I want to see my son. I'm running out of patience. Do I have your attention now? I get no joy from killing your son. Understanding. Enjoy your retirement, Senator. Did you just threaten me? I most certainly did. His dad's the butcher. He's connected. No parent should ever bury a child. You're gonna take down this whole compound all by yourself. Is that what you're telling me? I'm coming for you. You have my word on that. about the big fight. Where? On Twitter. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, never mind. I can't quite remember. I was pretty drunk. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, only seen here out of Vindy Music TV, and we're welcoming actor, producer, entrepreneur, comedian, everything... Michael Sequella, Michael, thank you for taking the time out, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you. So, Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. We just saw a clip from one of your movies. Loved it. Now I've got to watch the whole thing. Um, tell the fans out there that might not be familiar with you, uh, who is Michael Sequella? Actor, director, <clears throat> comedian blue singer been doing this my whole life since i was a kid mainly acting but directing producing is kind of like the past um fun loving big heart there's nothing i can't handle how about what's more <laughs> difficult you mentioned you you got a bunch of different hats you wear there uh acting producing directing what do you prefer Right now, just acting and directing are the two things I prefer. Because so I Mike, get older, you, like you said earlier in your broadcast, it's more pushing towards directing and giving up the acting. <clears throat> so, Mike, you came, you, you grew up in New York. Um, 
Can you tell us where you came from in New York and how you decided to take on the world of acting? I mean, coming from someone like myself, um, I'm always impressed with artists like yourself or Jimmy who don't take the normal, I don't want to say normal way of life. How about the safe way of life? And, you know, just getting a job, uh, you know, just living a regular life because it's a gutsy move. Uh, betting on yourself and getting in this industry? <clears throat> well, when I was a little kid, I played baseball in upstate New York <clears throat> in Rochester. I went to Arizona State University to play ball. Sorry about my voice. <clears throat> and uh, we went on a family vacation, and uh, I ended up in La Jolla, California, and there was a big movie set, and it was Burt Reynolds, Gene Hackman, Liza Minnelli doing a movie called The Lucky Lady or something like that. It was a smuggling booze. And he was doing autographs, Burt Reynolds was, and I asked him how to become an actor, and he told me to reach for the stars. And I'm like, what? How the hell? He told me he had a harness for feeling. I thought harness was like something you put around a horse. Mm. It was kind of funny. And then when it ended, I told him I was going to work with him someday. I went back to school, and I didn't think about it. And I was riding my unicycle from baseball practice. Drama coach grabbed me. And said you got to come try out for a play, and I didn't want to try out. So I ended up um, seeing a couple of girls I liked. It was leotards. Now they call them yoga pants. Mm -hmm. I went in. I read for it. I stunk, and I got the lead role in the high school play. So for three straight years, I did musicals. I fell in love with it, but I wanted to go to Hollywood. And when I was at Arizona State, my girlfriend at the time was doing wardrobe for theater. She went out on a call to work on a film called Frank Coles in Town. They were shooting in Apache Junction, Arizona, the old wild west town called Movie uh, Apache Land Movie Ranch. John Wayne did movies there. Kirk Douglas did a movie there. Elvis Presley did Charo there. So I went out there and nobody was there and they didn't have the stunt shows because the stunt guy's car broke down. So my girlfriend told the uh, producer of the show, hey, my boyfriend's an actor. So so well, if you can learn the lines in 20 minutes and know how to take a punch and get shot in the face, we'll put you to work. So I can do it. So sure enough, I started doing some uh, stunt work in a Wild West town, and I got a lead role, in, well, one of the lead roles in a movie, Black and White, uh, Frank Holes in town with Jim and Troy Neighbors. And um, everybody said, you got to go to Hollywood. You got to go to Hollywood. So I gave up my baseball career, and I moved to Los Angeles, and I hopped the fence at uh, Warner Brothers Studio, which was Columbia and Warner Brothers were together back then. They were called the Burbank Studios. And I landed right in front of two really famous guys, Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Robert Zemeckis, we all know Castaway, uh, Forrest Gump, Back to the Future, I mean, big time. And uh, they go, oh, we know what you're here for. So they put me in a trailer, and they were suiting everybody up for a movie called 1941, starring John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, Robert Stack, John Candy. Anyways, I got a little bit of role, but because I worked the first day, I got to work the whole movie as a SAG actor. I did like six months. I made so much money, I was able to uh, get a big home in the Hollywood Hills. Then the very next movie was called Used Cars with Kurt Russell and Jack Warden. I was Jack Warden standing, and I had a little role. And I worked three months on that, obviously banking some cash. It was Columbia. And Jack Warden, the main actor, passed away from 12, ungly, 12 Angry Men and from Heaven Can Wait. He was the coach with Warren Beatty. Took me under his wing. I was like his son. Got me a big agent in L.A., got me a bunch of jobs. That's so kind of like how it started for me. 
And yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm a go-getter and I don't want to quit. I don't want to work a regular job ever. Mike, you might, you might have heard in the opening monologue, uh, you know, we had a little bit of an uncomfortable theme on that subject. What was the most uncomfortable role you've ever had? <clears throat> uh, learning how to kick footballs in a movie called Second Chance. I never played football. I played baseball. And um, we were shooting in San Diego, and I had a train. You know, I, like Mike, I'm I'm always been overweight my whole life. A couple times I got skinny, but most of the time I got a gut. So here I am learning how to kick footballs, and I really didn't know how to do it. So the Ted Swanson, he produced Rocky, Caddyshack, Lucky Lady, Witness with Harrison Ford, Mass Appeal with Jacqueline. Anyway, he made some phone calls, and they told me to go to San Diego State. They're going to train you. So I went down there, and the strength coach started started having me do exercises. And working my, he didn't even have me kick yet. It took three weeks, two or three weeks at least, before I could even look at a football. But he had me kicking soccer balls, and I graduated into footballs. It was tough. I was sore. And real quick note, that coach, uh, Sean Payton, became the head coach of the oh, No One Saints. Wow. Trained wow. me how to be a kicker for a movie when he was the strength coach at San Diego State. Great guy. And I ended up doing the film, but shooting football every day in uniform in the heat of summer in Southern California was tough, really tough, because you got all the gear on and we're shooting some days down there. We were in the valley uh, on the way to Yuma, east of San Diego, and it was hot. And I remember sweating and kicking, and then it was so bad that I snapped the muscle in my leg kicking. It broke in half, and my whole leg turned black. So that's probably the toughest physical film I did. Well, you probably still wound up kicking better than most of the kickers on the New York Jets over the last 60 years. <laughs> there you so. go. I got, I got a real tryout for the Chargers, and I got to go to Green Bay and try out for them. There you go. I didn't make it because I'm an actor, you know, but, hey, I got to kick field goals to the NFL goalposts. Wait a minute. So, so Sean Payton took a lightning. Well, how do you, then, how do you I mean, get a tryout with an NFL team never kicking a football before? Sean pulled some strings. Yeah, he they sent yeah he sent me over to uh, <clears throat> the guy's last name was Madden, not not John Madden. I can't remember oh. his name. He okay. was the uh, special teams coach of San Diego, so I went there and my and my kickoffs were four five seconds. I was kicking them into the end zone, and I was making you know the five yard ten all the way to fifty yard. I was making fifty yarders, and it was like eighty ninety percent. And he goes, well, we already got four kickers. And their their main it was John Abbott or Jim Abbott, I can't remember. So he says, Listen, Howard Tippett in Green Bay is looking for a kicker. I'm gonna make a phone call. So I ended up making the front page of Howard Reporter. I ended up I don't have it to show you, but I made the front page of a lot of publications. So they sent me to Green Bay and I got to go kick. I trained in the into it was wintertime. I was training. I got uh, to do a lot of cool things. And um, then I did a thing for CBS News late at night where they said, usually athletes, mainly football players, go into movies. But we've never heard of an actor going into the NFL. So they, I got the paparazzi followed me around. It was pretty good back in like 87 or 88. That's what happened to me. I, was a really, I still can kick even though I'm old. Incredible. Cool. And by the way, this might have went over your head, Farrell, but what? our guest called me fat. Did he? <laughs> he did? When no, did that happen? No, I said, no, I didn't say fat, did I? What'd you say, no. thick? Thick? 
Thick and thin. I thick said we're both like overweight. We're, you know, <laughs> I said we're overweight, and I said I had a gut. Ah, very good. Before we get too far away from it, I got to ask you: You got to work with Belushi and Aykroyd. Uh, any? any uh, can you share anything about what it was like being on the set with the great John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd and, and their chemistry? Well, um, Dan Aykroyd is professional, calm, really <clears throat> honing in his craft. Belushi was crazy, of course. Was he? You know, everything um, we believe, we've I been led there, to believe. I, <clears throat> excuse me. Everything we've been led to believe about Belushi. I mean, he's legendary partier. Yeah. So here we are shooting a scene. All the army guys are in suits. It's cold. Plane. He's at the lands. The plane gets out. He falls on his head. He really fell because he was so high on coke and everything and drinking. Then when he got off the wing, if you watch the movie, you see John actually landing on his head. When we wrapped, he grabbed an extra, some hot chick, put her on a plane, chartered a plane that flew to Las Vegas. He still has the army outfit on. He looks like, you know, like, like a whatever. And he went to the Boulevard Mower in Las Vegas, went to Chess King. Remember the old Chess Kings? And he bought some clothes, threw everything out, they gambled, partied all night. And the next morning, he went back to the set and he didn't have his outfit, so they had to get him another one. So that's how crazy he was. Stayed up all night with a hottie, you know. Wasn't married yet, of course, because we did the movie in 1979, 78, 79. And I met his wife, Judy Belushi, great. She kept hugging me. Oh, we met at the Carlisle in New York, and uh, just she was crying. I was really close to her, looking like him or acting my mannerisms or something. It was wonderful. And she gave me a handwritten letter that I could portray John Belushi for uh, the rest of my life. Before then, there were, before the fourth district judge, federal judge ruled that we could pers impersonate as long as we called it a tribute to. Mm -hmm. But before then, you'd have to pay a lot of money, a lot of royalties. But but she gave me the rights to do him back then. It, it was pretty cool, and I got to see him and work with him a little bit. But then John, John, Dan Aykroyd, and I did a show at the House of Blues in I think the middle '90s. John, John, Jim Belushi took over the Blues Brothers. Jim's doing a movie called Race the Sun in Australia. Couldn't make it back. It was for Make-A-Wish Foundation, big charity. And uh, my producer for the show Legends of Concert I was in called me and said, hey, um, I can't remember his Italian name that married Judy. They want you to work with Dan. So I went there, I did a rehearsal, and we did like five songs. I almost kicked him in the head doing cartwheels at the wow. House of Blues. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do, if you go to my if you go to my YouTube and do I have a tribute to John Belushi, I do one I do nine one arm around us in a song called Sweet Home Chicago. Mm. It's unbelievable. It's just one arm, as a big boy, like Mike. Hey Mike, how you doing? <laughs> it's killing me. Go, Mike, go do some cartwheels, Mike. <laughs> Not this guy. Um, <laughs> Mike, how many movies throughout your career do you think you if you could remember how many movies have you acted in and of all those movies, which would you say was your favorite that you would recommend for us fans to watch? Okay. Good. Uh, over 40 movies as an actor. Mm. And there's two that I would say that I would recommend. I worked with killer icons, Burt Reynolds, Raquel Welch, Charles Durning, Robert Lozier. Durning, obviously, Academy Award winner. Yeah. Burt became my idol. 
as a kid, I ended up working with him. We became great friends. So I recommend a movie called Forget About It. It's a funny comedy where I play two roles and I narrate the whole movie. Bert and I are the heroes. I bury $4 million in the Arizona desert that I stole from the mob in New York. And then the mob comes out to kill me. The only two people that are alive that have any kind of, is myself and Richard Grieco. I got to work with Phyllis Diller in that film. So I highly recommend that. But I have another one. It's a cute little film. And um, it's called Dream Round. And it's a, it's a rocky golf picture. But it's not your typical golf movie. It's, you know, my character lost my family and my wife and two kids on Christmas Eve. When she told me to take some time off, go play golf, be something, write a book. And I don't pay attention and they get killed in a crash. It's 15 years later, I'm way overweight, I don't shave, I listen to golf and I smoke cigars like crazy, and I live in a dumpy trailer park. A ghost, a 10-year-old kid, and a beautiful waitress are gonna get me to play golf again to try to win the Open. I have to beat Richard Grieco from 21 Jump Street, it looks good kill, you know, the, the old sex symbol. Yeah. I have to beat him to get into the Open, to get into the pre-qualifier, then I gotta beat, uh, some real golfers to get into the open and those real golfers. Oh my God. Could they, get, I look like an idiot next to them, but it's a tearjerker. I had people from all over the world going to my Facebook page and my Instagram page telling me, Oh my God, it's one family out of Boston. I'll never forget it. Cause it put tears in my eyes. They wrote, Michael, we have to say, I didn't know what to think. We sat there. We started watching your movie dream Round. first. I had goosebumps. Then the hair in the back of my neck started to go up. Then a teardrop, full-blown crying. You were incredible. I love your movie. So no one's ever said that about me in my whole life. You know, I'm more of a comic actor. But when you hear that, it's like, wow. That made me feel like I finally made it as an actor. So those are the two. Forget about it, comedy, big icons, and then a cute little golf movie, really sweet, little 90-minute little film. The 10-year-old girl's incredible. Uh, Alexa Lohman, she just knocks it out of part. Someday that kid's going to be a big star. Where can, where can we see these movies? Uh, wh what streaming services have these movies? You can only watch it on the black market in Southern. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> they're on Prime, out. Tubi, Hulu, Voodoo, Redbox Digital, Apple TV. Uh, they're on the Android and, um, and the uh, iPhone apps. It's on our, on our network, the Intuitive Network. Well, that's it's what the, I was uh, getting at. That's more than a reason to download this free app, I-N-2-I-T-I-V-E network, just for that alone. Yeah, because well, the movies are free. The advertisers cover the cost to pay the producers. So, and we don't interrupt them like Tubi. So you want to watch a movie, you got to sit through two, three, four commercials, and it's done. And then the whole movie plays with no interruption. You can fast forward, back and forth, whatever. Uh, and we have, you know, some killer people involved in that. Uh, Adam Rivera is a partner. He's a killer graphic guy. He's a creative guy. He's getting ready to produce and direct a film called A Mother's Christmas with Kathy Garber, great older actress, and Gerald McGraney from Simon & Simon. He's getting ready to shoot that up in Chicago. Get ready, we're getting ready to do a, another original called Alien Combo. Uh, yeah, sorry, Alien Cigar. Where I want to kill that's me. Where I want to kill myself because I catch my wife cheating with my best friend, and so I go out to the desert to kill myself, and I trip over a rock, hit my head. The audience is gonna go, "Oh my God, he accidentally killed himself." I wake up to five aliens, and they're gonna fix me, take me to their planet, 
which I'm going to meet somebody who was kidnapped when she was seven years old. Now she's in her forties, fall in love, come back to earth, you know, and then at the end of the movie, I'm going to teach the cigars how to smoke. I'm going to teach the aliens how to smoke cigars. Sorry, I'm out of control. So we're doing some original, we're doing a big series called conversations with a mobster that we're going to be putting on the network with all these great Italian guys. We're, we're negotiating. I can't really mention some names, but John Cappadici from Ace Ventura, Beth Detective, some other, uh, Dominic Mancini. He was in that movie with De Niro and Pesci. And uh, it was just a couple of years ago. It was on Netflix, big Italian movie. Anyway, so we sit around the table and we reminisce and we talk about the old days, who got whacked. And we're going to recreate real life. We're going to recreate those deaths, eight of them for eight episodes. And we're going to show all the, the real news clippings and clippings. And we're going to talk. So it's kind of comedy. It's kind of real. And we shot the trailer, which you can watch on the network on Coming Soon or original content. You can see how crazy that is. It's going to be a great, it's like the, you know, kind of like the Sopranos, but a little more relaxed, but, but more blood, a lot of blood. Mike, looking at your background, you seem to be able to do anything, whether it's drama or comedy, whatever it may be. What is your favorite? Is it comedy? I haven't done stand-up in a long time, but I've worked a new show, and I've been working it out with friends, and, and I'm killing it, but it's so freaking filthy. I like comedy. I mean, acting is my favorite. It is, but I got a I got a big time passion for blues, singing the blues. There's nothing like it to get on stage and just blast some of these songs, and the crowd watching all these people bebopping with you, and on some songs getting actual standing ovations. And I'm just a short, fat Italian guy, you know, five eight with a gut, and I'm doing the shows, and people actually stand up for me. It's nuts. <clears throat> yeah, I like blues and I like acting, and comedy's probably third. When you say blues, I'm just curious. Are we talking like old time blues or Jimmy Hendrix? Yeah, blues? Chica yeah, some Chicago blues, some New Orleans blues. Oh, I do some old songs. Uh, I do uh, uh, Floyd Dixon. Mm -hmm. I do. Uh, oh my God! Well, I do Blues Brothers stuff, of course. Of course. But then they uh, all the greats that they took from. I'm with. I don't do any Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's just not my style. Uh, okay. But it's like a lot of horns. It's big sound. It's not like oh, putting you to sleep. It's not gotcha. tingy or twangy. I kill it. So if you go to, I have, you know, my CD came out in 2005. My acting name was Paloma, Michael Paloma. I put a CD out and it went certified gold, 640,000 copies in 2005. Damn. And um, Sugar Daddy went, nice. for, went, was number one for three weeks in Syracuse and number one in Sacramento. And it was pretty cool. To have that out and if you listen to it big horn section great music non-stop energy there's a couple of slow songs but i got a couple of music videos i put out that's got hundreds of thousands of views the girls are gorgeous in the uh, videos i use las vegas dancers um you know i really like it i mean i did the blues brothers in vegas from 83 to 2000 to 91 at the imperial palace which uh, it was john stewart's legends in concert I did that show. I was going crazy. Yeah, that's you, me. And are, I'm sorry to interrupt. Are you able to balance all of these talents, or do you go into phases, like directing phase? Are you able to subdivide with these different talents you have and juggle them on your schedule? Well, ever since COVID, I haven't been doing too much. 
Okay. I mean, I directed a movie and we did a movie, but um, in the past, no, because when past. you do blues, you got to do blues. You got to go out and do ten weeks, or you got to go do a show, or like comedy. You can't if you're out doing stand up, you're stuck. You go to town to town, you're out. <clears throat> Whoops! Oh, hang in there. No, no, something have good to go though. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> For this interview is like I, an action movie. Too Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Holy shit. I thought the mob came looking producer. for you. Something about the network? I don't know what's going don't on forget here. Forget about you. I'm talking So I want some coffee. I don't know. No. So when you're working on a film, it's worse because you're on it for months. You know, you, you got you put together the script, you put the cast together, you put the producing, you got to raise the money, and then when you go... And now you got to hire cast and crew. Before you know it, it's months of your life. So you really can't. But I do do a one-nighter here and there. So if I'm doing a movie, I can go out and do a blue show. Like one in. in Arizona, yeah. Southern California, New Mexico, Florida, Texas. They got trailer parks. These are RV parks, senior citizens. And they all got great stages now, these big stages. People, everybody plays there. All the old rock bands that are, you know, almost finished, they're playing it. So I'll go out and I'll get like 10 grand for one night to go out and do a blues show at one of these clubs. It's good. We did, the last one we did was uh, the Blues Brothers, Elvis and Elton John. And uh, we killed it. They had like a thousand people showed up. It's crazy. Mm. And that's because we're all baby boomers. So they love those kind of things. So yeah, so I can do a couple things, but most of the time, no. Mike, supporter out there. Supporter out there, Bane. I'm going to rephrase his question. Um, he's asking, when you worked with Tom Sizemore, was it difficult considering the drug issues that he had? Well, let's just say I made the, uh, I made the national news with him a couple times. He, uh, he looked clean. The first day he didn't show up on the set. He didn't. We didn't know where he was, and we thought he was hiring a kite. And he was laying in the bottom of a van, and he had a kidney stone. He passed the kidney stone, and it was tough because he would take a lot of breaks, and he would disappear and go to the bathroom for 10, 15 minutes. But all in all, he did a great job. He did the picture. He seems to wanting to make a comeback. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't see him do any drugs. So to me, the only thing I saw was him when we took him to the hospital for a kidney stone. But the guy came in, he memorized. He actually helped me with my acting. You know, we, he helped me with uh, my performance in a couple scenes. I don't know if you saw the end of that one clip that we put up. I killed him with a golf club. We had to reshoot that scene three times. First time, I killed him with a golf club. Second time, I killed him with a baseball bat. Third time, I killed him with a gun. We had to fly him out two more times to finish that scene. We just couldn't get it right. Um, oh, I like working with him. He's a great guy. Uh, you know, I think he cleaned up pretty good. I mean, he got a series with Wahlberg. He was shooting in Georgia. He, you know, the guy was on his way back finally. And then, you know, poor, he passed away. It was terrible. Mike, you've acted with a lot of, lot of famous people, a lot of famous actors and actresses. Um, let me see how I can put this. Have you had anybody exceed your expectations you know what they say be careful when you meet your idols they could disappoint you have you had anybody exceed your expectations and have had you had anybody disappoint you when you finally got to work with the said legend <clears throat> i work with raquel welch 
as a back assistant backstage manager in the town and country dinner theater in upstate New York. Raquel came in and I had to uh, pull her cable because back then they didn't have wireless microphones. You pulled her cable? She, uh, wow. <laughs> lucky, lucky man. Yeah, pulling her cable. Know, I got to help her change. I zipped up her I zipped oh, up her suit every night. I would have lost it. Um, <laughs> I got took pictures with her back then when I was a kid. I was like 15 and a half, 16 years old. How stunning but in she, real life. Me, I have to ask you. I'm sorry, Mike. I think she's the most hot, the hottest woman that ever walked the earth. How about in person? So back then, sweet, <laughs> nice, like... new, and on the movie, forget about it, forget about it. Forget Four about hours it. to put her freaking makeup on. Oof. Jesus, she had like 15 wigs. They oh. would move the motorhome, her dressing room with the sun. Every 20 minutes, they'd have to move the freaking trailer so that she had the perfect sun. You got to wait four hours to shoot one scene. And then she Ooh. kept bitching at all of us. Get out of my light. Ooh. You have what's called the key light. So when you're filming, they got a special light on your face to make you look pretty. Okay. Well, she had a special light. And okay. if I got in the way or Bert got in the way, <laughs> she would yell, get the fuck out of my light. And she would have a temper tantrum. <laughs> The director hated her. We all so in real life she was a pain in the ass. Before the makeup, a did she look like a foot? She looked good, even though oh, she, she was sixty four when we okay. did that movie. Yeah. Okay. She looked all right. But it's okay. going to your original question. You know, uh, obviously Burt Reynolds was my idol and I met okay. him when I was fifteen and a half. I met him again and uh, like eleven years later when I was twenty six. And then I told him I was going to work with him. He didn't remember me. I don't remember you, kid. I kept telling him the story about the beach when he told me to reach for the stars. And then we became friends. We did forget about it. We were hanging out. And I, we took, I took him to the Minnesota Vikings game. And we're at the game, the pre-show. So we're on, the we're on Fox. They brought us up because you know how big he is. But I got to go with him. He did most of the talking. And then when they said, how did you met? Burt Reynolds brought up everything about me since I was a kid. It was incredible. Incredible. He said that he knew me. I was a pain in the ass kid that saw him on the beach. We drank out of the same wine bottle in 1985 on a movie called Sticks. And then now we're, he goes, we're friends. And he goes, oh, and by the way, my son's dating his daughter. It was a great, great answer to your question. Yeah, it was way above my expectation. Then nice. with a bunch of other actors, with Raquel and Loja and some other people, a couple directors, and the producer of um, Big time, big, big, big director, producer that did some Jack Nicholson movies. Uh, as good as it gets. Can't remember his name. He's on set, and Burt Reynolds said, Michael Sequela, he's a great actor. I don't know why this guy hasn't made it yet. Put his arm around me. So, yeah, almost made me cry. Mm. So that's it. Everybody else, nice. you know, whatever. <laughs> Everybody else, yeah. So, Mike, obviously you've been in the field, and you've met so many great actors. You're a great actor yourself. But you've been around some beautiful women. Um, we want to play a little game with you if you're if you're up to it. Uh oh, go ahead. It's called. Don't say it's that called, before you hear it. What? It's a toss up. <laughs> so basically, the premise of this is we're going to show you a picture of an actor, and you're going to tell us. Farrell will give you the name and show you the picture. I don't like the word toss. It's already going somewhere. <laughs> if you would toss their salad. <laughs> what? If you, does, that all right? mean, does that mean does that mean throwing up or something else? Uh, define you toss, toss something salad, that means. Like a defined tossing yeah. salad would be that. Um, <laughs> I can't. The human anatomy has a front and the back, and sometimes a person could be so beautiful that you're willing to. Um, what parking in the rear? Not at? park in the rear, but 
taste the rear, which would be so called the... tossing the salad. Uh, and in this case, the, the game is think Greek. It's a toss-up. Oh boy! So uh, Farrell, my... don't forget, Mike. You said sure. You were willing to play. You before. were willing to play. Put your glasses on. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go with this. All right, Farrell. It's okay. all you as the pictures go up. You name them, and Mike. If you if you're willing to toss, you're gonna say, "I definitely toss it," and if you're not, you're gonna say, "I'm gonna stick with the meat." All right. Okay. All right. Here we go, Mike. All right, Michael Sequella, you've been the lucky first contestant on. It's a toss-up. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. Toss her salad. Oh, yeah. I'm tossing, too. I'm tossing some I'm, salad, I'm, too. Seriously. And you know I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming so, up, Mike, I'm, so far you're okay. I got to agree. That, I'm coming up for that sewer cap where the wind was blowing. I'm coming right up for that sewer <laughs> there cap. There you go. <laughs> anyway. All right. It's a toss-up. Okay, next. Emma Watson. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Give me no the meat. No leading the witness. Oh, I'm sorry. Something about thoughts. the meat. You're sticking. He's sticking with the meat. Really? With the meat. Why? I, I Do guess. We ask, can we ask the contestant? You can why? ask the contestant. Contestant, why? <laughs> I don't know. No, I never really liked her. I didn't like her. I, okay. <clears throat> okay. Personal. Reminds personal me of taste. my daughter, so I'm not going to be tossing my daughter salad. So Ooh. I, I hope not. <laughs> besides, it, is, oh my God. it is personal taste. It is personal taste. Okay. Absolutely. All right, next. Next contestant on It's a Toss-Up. Penelope Cruz. Yeah, I toss for Sally. <laughs> Hell yeah, I toss that salad. <laughs> I toss that salad all day. Mike, uh, where does Penelope Cruz rate to you in Most Gorgeous Actresses? Seven, maybe an eight. Wow. Nice. Not my type. Not your type. It's interesting. But a seven and an eight. Right. All right, this is. All right, this well, is. I'm this going is, to say in advance. I'm sorry. I, this is leading the witness. Not only would I toss this salad, I'd steal the whole fucking salad bar. <laughs> there you I go. I really would. Well, Megan I'm glad you Fox. Liked it. Megan Fox, sir. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he's my he's my kind of guy. Are you kidding me? I toss her salad. I'll toss everything else. I'll toss her freaking toenails. Whatever you want. Her toenails. He's on it, and they're dirty. He's all over it. So oh, nice. Oh, and they're dirty. <laughs> I'd be I'm right glad there. I'm single, guys. Absolutely. There you go. Thrill of it all. All right. Our next contestant on it's a toss up. George Clooney. Fuck. No. Uh, give me the meat. Whatever Give <laughs> You're giving him the meat? You can decline both, my friend. You can decline both. Okay, I'm declining both on that. All right, because he almost gave him the meat. That would have been... George would have been like... Brrr. That would have been no good. Okay, next. Oh, come on, man. This is a classy one. What are you doing? Hey. Listen. This shouldn't even be a toss-up. All right. How about a little vintage for you? The very great Audrey Hepburn. Are we tossing salad with Audrey? Yeah, if she was younger, yeah. But now, her, when she was old, forget it. But as a younger youngster, yeah, yeah. The way she looks right now, hell yep. yeah. Yeah, in well, black and white. You saw how I'm she was at the that. end. She had that Parkinson. She was shaking. <laughs> right. I don't think. <laughs> what? <so>. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Stand still. Don't you remember she? What? 
the hell's really going bad. on here? Oh my god. You showed a <laughs> his logic you showed is a picture flawless, when though. she was a kid, beautiful. Yeah, oh my Don't god. Don't you remember yes. her end of her life? Oh. Mm, I can't say I do. Really bad. Thankfully. I mean, she rough. could hold my, you know what, at the bathroom because it shakes so much. But <laughs> I'm, done. I'm going to the bathroom with Aubrey Hepburn. Hold on a second, folks. Oof. And why are you taking her? Because her hand shakes. Oh, okay. Hello. Oh, boy. All right. Our next contestant on is a toss-up. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh. Uh. I'm in the middle of it. I'm on the fence with this one. I'm up and down. I, and I mean, she's pretty, but she's not. Uh, all right, I'll toss this out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he's a he's a team player. You talk okay. Now, let's hope I that like. her let's hope that her boat don't sink. Kate Winslet. Mm, no, nah, give her to me. Yeah, I agree with that, Mike. How do you feel about Titanic? Um, are you sinking or are you you submerging? I'm gonna go with you guys. I'm giving it to me. Yeah. She just gets to meet. Uh, good looking lady, don't get me wrong. No, but I agree. But yeah, not okay. tossing salad. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I agree. Excellent. We stand united on that one. Nina Dubrev. Dobrev. Yeah, I toss her salad. <laughs> oh, yeah. you get the guess? Maybe the twice. My quick question on Nina Would you toss a salad oh. after she had a long night? Of diarrhea and had no toilet paper. Croutons in that no, salad? No. <laughs> no, and then I'm gonna get a little makeup and cover that little thing on her breast. <laughs> little Thousand Islands. A thousand Islands. All right. <laughs> Very nice. You're good to go. All right. All right, we're almost at the end, my fine friend. You have performed fantastically. We have two left. Rachel McAdams. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I toss the wow. salad, everything else. Damn, you were all over that. I toss it in her mouth, I toss it in her nose, or between her boobs, I mean, everything. <laughs> Dirty toenails like included? Yeah. Wow. I love like those toenails. Where were, you, where were you on this one? Oh, absolutely. Really? Incredible beauty. Get out. Hmm. Man, she was great right? in the notebook. Come on. Okay. Oh, the notebook. Okay. Okay. And our final contestant on It's a Toss-Up, Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, yeah, I've always liked her. Okay. I toss her salad. There we go. She's got beautiful legs. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, I toss her salad. On well, her kneecaps, on her thighs, everywhere else, too. Apparently, Are You Being Served has a whole new meaning. Without a doubt. Well done. Michael, thank you for playing. It's a toss-up. <laughs> that was hilarious. All right, Mike, we're almost out of time. Oh Again, please okay. tell the fans where they can find your wonderful movies. And please tell them about your venture, Intuitive, where we want to take this opportunity to say thank you for giving Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast thank you. the chance to be able to be on that wonderful network. Uh, most of my films are on all the major streaming networks. Uh, you can find me on, on Prime and Hulu and Voodoo, but eight months ago we started Intuitive Network. And on Intuitive Network, we're giving people an opportunity to watch some big movies for free without interruption. <clears throat> and nice. we've added uh, Monty and the Pharaoh. We have over 55 of their episodes are already up on the network. People are loving it. They got 
some major advertisers are coming on board. You're going to start seeing some commercials or product put around the set in the next few weeks. We're really happy to have them. They're doing really well. It started with only a couple hundred people watching them all the way up to thousands, tens of thousands are actually watching you guys now on this network. And, you know, there's other projects. We got TV shows, we got horror films, music videos. Some of my music, a couple of my blues videos are on the network. We have uh, documentaries. We got more documentaries coming. And we've got a lot of new original programming coming. So we're basically a mini a Hulu, a mini, a mini Netflix, a mini, you know, starting up. We're, we're, we're trying to grow and get big. And eventually, this thing should be good. I, my, I'm looking at it at like Ryan Reynolds. He's put together a little phone company. Well, holy cow, just a few years later, $1.3 billion. Yeah. If we could do it, 250, 300, 500 million, I'd be happy. I just want to, I want to give the big boys a run for their money and put some good product out there, you know, and then one day, maybe I sell it and I'll retire and I'll go away for three days and I'll go back to work on Monday because I'm never going to retire. But this is the opportunity of a lifetime. My father always told me, you got to have something to fall back on. My one brother was in law enforcement. My other brother's a big structural engineer, construction. Me? I was always like the black sheep. I was like the bum. But I made a living as an actor, director, producer my whole life. So this is my project. This is me, my doctorhood. This is my construction company, my background. This is my my backbone now that will keep me going because we're building it up, you know, with people like Adam Rivera and some other famous directors and producers that are helping us. We're going to grow this thing. And then, you know, there's no telling where it's gone. Maybe I won't stop it. Who knows? But... I would love to have more shows, more talk shows, more podcasts, uh, anything. I, I just hope there's people out there watching the show that will send in uh, to the intuitive, intuitive network at Gmail. Send us a thing saying you got a show. We're not putting on junk. We're not doing all these little YouTube shows. We're not doing car crashes, but we're doing real quality products like your show. That's what we Thank want. And I don't want to be a small time. There's so many streaming companies that have started, but they got junk. When you look at their network, it's like, what the? F Anyways, so when you go to our network, we look, we're real. And we look real, and we look like the big boys. You've been there. You know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Well, Mike, want to thank you for joining us. Uh, we're wishing you a wonderful weekend. And what an honor to be involved in this business venture with you. And what an honor that you took the time out to be on Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Thank you. Well, th well thank you very much. A pleasure being here. And I want to watch the rerun on my network. There you go, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Thank yeah. you very much, man. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye, okay. guys. Peace. Well, what you think, big that man? That was awesome. It was fun, right? Yeah, and he tosses as much salad as I do. By the way, I just love the fact that he's made a, a life of his love for the arts can't for beat what it. he does uh, you can't cannot beat, beat that he may be the black sheep but to me he's the white knight that's fantastic honestly stuff. i don't see how you can consider yourself a black sheep when you've he's different. done all these because he did, didn't you know do I mean? he didn't do like you always say he did not take the safe path yeah. i love that about him incredible and anyone else who's got the balls to do that that's fantastic to me incredible yeah. uh universal talent agency saying that um thank you rj says great interview phil just Thanks, signed guys. in phil out again guys we're always humbled by you guys joining us Absolutely. weekly it's it's incredible i hope uh 
I hope this show was entertaining for you. We got some really great shows coming up next week. We've already decided, thanks to all you guys, we're going to, on the main show, talk about the Hall of Fame, yeah. who belongs, yeah. who doesn't belong. Yeah. And we'll go through, we'll have an hour of fun doing that. That should be great. That should be great. Yeah. Um, and then don't forget May 5th, huge. It's an all-day thing. So it's like, get home. Chill out. He's directed Marty, Manny, Tommy. Marty, Manny, Tommy. Doing. And again, I think uh, I'm talking about bringing Tony in to be, sit with, to uh, with Tommy. That would be so cool. So, uh, I'd love to see but that. But again, I want to thank Michael. Weren't they Georgia Tag guy. Team champions? They were. Tommy and Tony? And I don't ever see remember them being interviewed together, God, which could be awesome. kind of fun. That would be fantastic. Um, by the way, U.S. Talent Booking says that he worked with Tom Sizemore, and Tom Sizemore had major problems on set. Mm. I mean, I remember he used to have that... Um, that show, like those little like sideshows, okay. not sideshows, but like VH1 shows. Right, right, right. Almost like the reconstruction of right. Tom Sizemore. Okay. And I remember that okay. guy being a mess, man. Really? A mess. Really? And not Was that a mess. on before or after Brett Michaels with the chicks getting off the bus? Oh, that's a great show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great show. <laughs> what was that thing uh, called? The love, uh, Rock of Love. Rock of Love? Rock of Love. Oh, something like that. Oh, that's surreal God. life. I saw him first. He's washed up and old. I want him. I want him too. I'm older you know, and Sean, more. I'm Sean Michaels. Michaels has a, uh, a wig, right? Who, Brett? Brett wears a wig, doesn't Kiss he? Kiss what he's got. He's got never... that bandana going on. Listen, it's cool. He's cool and everything, but I never liked Poison much. So to me, it's like, what is Dude, it? Dude, let me ask something. If you were yeah. wearing a wig, right? And, yeah. you know, some people have accused you, you know. Right? Which is, you know how real I, this I is. I understand. This is real. But, you know, people don't see you real in real right. life like I do. Right. But some people have accused you of <laughs> wearing a wig. hilarious. All right? But they have. They could have tell when I looked like just like Macho Man when the hat came off? No, when, you don't, you don't When Masters bad. was... You, it wasn't that bad. You really oh, it wasn't that good. It wasn't bad at all. Oh, uh, I would have tossed that guy's So let me ask you something. So, you, you know, you, you still <laughs> rumble in the jungle with the women and stuff like that. You still rumble? I said you still rumble oh, in the jungle. I still. But if you were wearing a wig, wouldn't you be nervous? Like if they grabbed your hair and they like pulled yeah. it off? Like you, it would be, that would be too nope, hard. No, no going down. <laughs> Why not? Because you might get too excited and tug my carpet. Right. No, absolutely not. Now flip over and we're doing Greek. I'm, I'm you know what? All right, I'm, get us I'm, out of here. I'm enough, more thrilled enough. than ever. Hey, how do you know what I've got down there? You don't even know which way I'm going with this. Bud Light, anybody? You've been watching Monty the Pharaoh, and as usual, this has been an outrageous show. And until next week, on behalf of my partner, later.